Hey, welcome to the Crack House Chronicles 100th episode. And I am Donnie, and joining me is a man who just filled out his taxes after drinking six beers, and he's getting back $6 million. You're damn right. It's Dale. (laughs) We're going to party. That's right. (laughs) Celebrate our 100. 100. 100. At the Crack House Chronicles. Pretty cool, huh? Yeah. So we really don't have a case for you this week. We are just... uh, We're going to freestyle. Yeah. We're just... Sitting here in a crack house, and we're just going to talk. Yep. A lot of people told you that uh, we could talk as much as we want. It's our podcast, and we can do it, and you enjoy it. So get ready. You're going to get it tonight. It's going to be a, just a long <laughs> intro tonight. <laughs> yeah. We're gonna, so whoever you are, if you're going to bitch about our two minutes, you can just go ahead and cut it off now and go to bed. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> we're going to just talk like we've been talking at the beginning of every episode, but we're going to make it real long for yeah. you. Yeah. What's going on, man? Oh, I don't know. What's going on with you? I'm just, <laughs> can't believe we got 100 episodes. I know, man. Thanks to all our fans out there, man. It's crazy, isn't it? Oh, yeah. I it just mean. Keeps going, it just keeps going up better and better, and the little uh, little charts keep going up and up and up, and we can't think, I mean, it ain't us. It's, yeah. It's, it's all you guys out there sharing and then getting all your friends and, and just uh, sticking around. It seems like anybody who hears us kind of enjoys it and sticks around a while, so it's really cool. Yeah. Word of mouth, man. Oh, it's crazy. You know, and first started doing this, all the fans, you know, they would message and stuff, and I would remember a lot of them, but, you know, and some of them stick out, you know, if they comment a lot, but we got so many, it is unreal, it blows my mind. I know, it's crazy, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. we get a couple from Scotland or, or England or something, or someone overseas, and like, how in the hell? <laughs> yeah. It just, really, it blows my mind to be downloaded in all 50 states yep. and 44 countries. Mm, crazy. Yeah. Around the world, man. Yeah. Just a little old podcast like us, just two guys sitting in the... In the crack house. <laughs> yeah. With two microphones and a computer and a soundboard. And a couple beers. Yep. For me, anyway. Yeah. I mean, it just, <laughs> But we're going to talk a little bit about what we do and a little bit about us because everybody wants to hear about us. And where, where we started and where, we, where we're going. Well, we started. <laughs> Go ahead and tell how it all started off, Donnie. Well. It started with your brainchild. Yeah. I, you know, I always loved true crime. I always liked mysteries and just, you know, anything weird and stuff like that. And I always wanted, I listened to podcasts and wanted to do a podcast. Right. You know, I figured, well, I've listened to some. I, if they can do it, I can do it too. Right. And. Um, I approached another guy about doing it, and, and he was, you know, done the first few episodes with me, Chris, and he, you know, he was on board there for a while, but we just didn't click together as far as where the show. I don't, I don't think you guys had the same vision. No, we didn't. You were more uh, what we do oriented, and he just kind of wanted to do uh, just random stuff. It seemed like, uh, yeah. I, while meanwhile, while you guys were recording, I was always listening to podcasts and at work and stuff, and then I seen you guys starting to do one, and I would listen to them, and I was like, man. Why didn't he ask me to do that shit? <laughs> you know, and then I saw you post the one about uh, the chicken coop murders. Mm-hmm. And I had just listened to that on Serial Killers. So I texted you, and I'm like, oh, looks like somebody's been listening to Serial Killers. But, you know, that turned out to be a pretty good episode for you guys. And then it wasn't long after that, y'all just kind of wasn't many popping up anymore. Yeah. Yeah, we just didn't have the same vision as far as the way it needed to be going. And he he stepped aside, and Bill was doing it, and he stepped aside. We just had a little bit of, you know, creative differences going on. Right, but, right. but That happens. I, would, I do want to thank Bill. You know, he come on board, and uh, the intro music that you hear was from a band that he was in, the, yeah. the Fat Sparrows. Uh, that's one of their songs, and he played guitar on that. So and by his good graces, he let us 
keep that and, and it's killer i love it yeah keep the, shout out bill man thanks a lot yeah use that music so that's that's awesome right so then one fateful morning i think you text me and said call me when you can yeah yeah and i was going to work it's like what five o'clock in the morning or something yeah because <laughs> i mean you know i I love the, the the banter, you know, talking about true crime and talking about different things. And, you know, I've known Dale for years and years and years. And I, I said, well, you know, I think he'd make a good fit. Yeah. And yeah, we, we go way back, probably longer than we want yeah. to say. but <laughs> I mean, me and Dale go further back than my recliner. <laughs> way. <laughs> that sucker would be a back flip. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, we, we get each other and we jive pretty good together. So it... I think it's a pretty good fit. I yeah, think I think so. Yeah. Even though I worry about it sometimes, but we get a, a comment like we got today on Facebook from you guys, man, and that just made my oh, day. Oh, man. So, yeah, it was great. And, yeah, and, and people that leave the comments and stuff. that You guys are awesome. We love our fans. And those that go to the, the store page and buy stuff and buy our T-shirts, and thank y'all. We really appreciate it. It helps, it helps keep the crack house going and keep the lights on and – and everybody that goes to the website and clicks that donate button, it it really does help. Yeah, because we're pretty much self financed. We don't we don't we have what well, we have one sponsor, and but they don't we don't get anything unless it's a, it's a click driven thing. So they're not, they're they're not giving us any money. Really. Yeah. So so after a couple months of not getting anything for anything, I just told Donnie. I said, well, I don't really like to listen to a bunch of ads anyway. So if we're not doing anything let's just drop it yeah and so i think we're what a couple shows with that and all yeah that. and so because i don't know when i'm listening to a podcast i don't want to hear a bunch of damn ads but i mean not that we don't want some sponsors but we would always do it at the first or whatever and get them out of the way and then nothing in, in the show because i can't stand that yeah so we do it we do it for the fans we do it yes well, definitely and we enjoy getting together and doing this once yeah. a week yeah, it's fun giving you guys something to listen to but yeah, getting back to you know talking about the show and sorry, got sidetracked. That's all right. I mean, <laughs> it's our it's our long intro. That's right. But yeah, we just had a little bit of creative difference. But I wanted to keep the show going in the direction it was going and um, talking about crime and mysteries and you know anything mysterious and disappearances. And yeah, stuff, the stuff we do. Yeah, and um, so that's, that's we Dale come on board and um, I was scared to death. He was he was a nervous wreck. <laughs> Is it good? Is it good? I was like, I don't know, man. I don't know if, if I'm a fit for it, but I damn sure want to try, and we'll see how it goes. Yeah. So that's when we decided to do uh, Rhonda Henson. That was my first episode, which would be 15. Yeah. And uh, I walked in with a notebook full of notes, and you about <laughs> fell on the floor. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, wow, you're prepared. I'm like, well, if I'm going to do it, we're going to do it right. Yeah. And uh, apparently everything's been doing it right because we're, we're doing well. Yeah, I think somebody had commented that uh, – we sound a lot better now than we did, you know, back in the beginning in the first few episodes. Because, you know, those first few episodes with uh, Chris and Bill, we had a, a – we were sitting at actually my dining room table with a microphone that's sitting in the middle of the table. Everybody and, yelling at it. Yeah, everybody yeah, just screaming at it. <laughs> and then I know the recordings are low and you can barely hear them. Yeah, I, I went back this morning actually and was listening to some old stuff and I was like, man, I can't even hear this. Hardly. Yeah. So, yeah, we've we've upgraded a little bit. You know, man, it's it's really good now. Yeah, yeah, and we're going to do some more stuff and upgrade a little bit more. But it's a, it's a, a hundred miles better than <laughs> yeah. what it was to begin with. I mean, it, yeah, the sound is great. The the editing, you know, I do the editing and stuff, and yes. I, I really praise take, that. <laughs> I take time and you know make sure it's a quality item that you guys get. Yeah, inside track 
Dale comes over and talks and goes home, and Donnie does all the work. Nah, <laughs> but I do want to thank Dale for all the the graphics he does for our YouTube channel. He you. he puts a lot of work into that, and he does come prepared with notes and shows up with you know with the information and yeah he studies. Yeah, I he do. just he just don't show up and just want to talk about <laughs> something. He he puts a really good effort into it. Yeah, thank and you. I, I appreciate that. I appreciate you, bud. <laughs> but yeah, we're gonna talk about some of the cases we went over. Yeah, let's do. Yeah. You know, we first started out, you know, some of the beginning ones. I, I, hey, before we get in too deep, uh, I've had several people message me, and they want to know where the name came from. Oh, the Crack House Chronicles? Yes. Well, I, actually, that was with um, when I was with started with Chris. We were, you know, throwing things back around, back and forth. And at the time, he was living in a, a shack that was pretty run down. Um, and we actually called it the Crack House just to be funny yeah just to be funny because right. it, it looked like a crack house really <laughs> and the the house that's on our logos and the shirts and stuff we have in our this is his actual house that was the house he was living in yeah right. so and i thought it, i thought it was pretty cool so we just kept it and so it come up is like oh well, that's funny let's just do the crack house chronicles and it yeah. stuck yeah. It's, it's a hell of a name because yeah. i mean when i wear which i wear a shirt almost every day and everybody's like it gets a look whether they know what it is or not they they definitely like it mm-hmm. yeah so, Even I went to Cherokee and got my picture with the with the Native Americans up there on the side of the road. They was loving my shirt, dude. I love your shirt. <laughs> that was really cool. They're all decked out in the feathers and all stuff. And yeah, you are in the Crack House Chronicles <laughs> shirt. Yeah, that was cool. Oh yeah, <laughs> I'll post that picture if I can find it. <laughs> but yeah, we just kept the name and um, kept going with it, and I think that's it, a pretty good pretty good thing to do. All right, cool. I'm glad you explained that because we've had several people want to know if it was. Did you name it because y'all do all drug and related crimes? I'm like, uh, not even close. <laughs> no, it was just a just a, a shack that um, Chris was living in at the time, and yeah, that's, that's what we called it. Cool. So yeah, good enough. Yep. All right, now we can roll. But on. yeah, just just throw this out there. I mean, you know. Okay, one more question. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. Where are the lost episodes? What is up with the, those few that are missing in the beginning? Those, like, you got a few, like, yeah. uh, Some people have asked me, like, is there something wrong with my computer? Why can't I find certain numbers? Those episodes were intentionally taken out. If you don't see them, they're not there. Uh, they were some of Chris's ideas that we had done some episodes. and they, It was just a random subject. Basically. It was just random stuff that we talked about, and it just wasn't a fit for the show right so we, I, I just took them out okay but, fair enough but some of the old episodes like the the original asia degree you know we're going to try to redo that one and um we're definitely going to redo brenda sue brown because we've run across uh, some information we've got somebody going to hook us up with some some more information on her and I, I don't know a lot about that case, so I want to get a, get into that information and like to dig in deep into that. Because that is local to us. That's yeah, right that's here. a really right kind of like an Asia case, but years before. Yeah, yeah. So we'll definitely redo that one. Mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. But yeah, some of them early episodes they just didn't fit the okay. the genre we had, so I just took them out. So, but no big deal. I just uh, everybody, somebody's asking, uh, mm-hmm. we were answering questions. Yeah, because I posted, you know, a while back on the on our new fan page, you know, and if you're not part of that, I would like for you to all go over right now on uh, Facebook and join the, the fans of Crackhouse Chronicles and uh, get on there because a lot of people are a lot of banter going on, and you can come on there and post whatever you want. Post, you know, the, it doesn't have to be directly related to the show or the episodes. It's just fans getting together and 
having a good time so jump over there and uh join that mm-hmm. but uh, you know i posted something the other day that we were going to do this show and is there any questions and i got several messages and stuff so i would try to jot them down and try to answer as many as we could okay cool but yeah dale came on board on episode 15 that was um the unsolved murder of ronda henson mm-hmm. and there has actually been some updates on that case man yeah. it's been uh what 40 years 40 years and uh they the sheriff's office up there in um what county is that is that burke, burke county? county yeah burke county north carolina they've uh, reopened this case and i don't think it's ever closed but they they found some more information they're digging into it man i wish i could solve that yeah especially for her mom and her family because you know they just they just they don't have any answers man it's it still boggles my mind i went back and listened to that one today just to see how far i've came you know as to doing this show because i was scared to death that day you know yeah. and, uh, and truthfully it wasn't bad as i thought it was going to be when i went back and listened to it but it's still, you're braver than me because i don't listen to old stuff <laughs> i don't once i edit it and listen to it it's done i, I don't listen to them anymore <laughs> well i get that too sometimes because the people will ask me about certain cases and i'm like yeah. i had to think about it because basically the way we do it we'll pick what we want to do and then we'll just stuff i mean stuff our brains for a week you know just trying to find every little bit of information we can find listen to other podcasts read what we can do and then we record well the next day it's something new yeah so then you got to kind of clear that out and start all over so a lot of times a lot of stuff we like oh, can't really remember while well, you guys remember everything <laughs> yeah yeah it, was, it takes a lot to, to put on a podcast it's a lot of a lot of work a lot of studying that's for sure right yeah. But anyway, that 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 case still boggles my mind. Even listening to it, you know, this much later, all the details and stuff about mm-hmm. the, the car and the, and the the trajectory of the bullet and how she's laying on the ground. It was it was just crazy. Laying outside the car with her arms straight out. Yeah, yeah. Like she'd been placed there, and even though you know, and even I forgot about the detail where they found the DNA in in the, like her armpits of her sweater. I wonder if they found anything on that. I don't know, man. They they need to start all over yeah you know so it was a pretty good episode that was that was 15 yeah and we you know we done some more we done um actually that uh, murder of bruiser brody yeah that was a really good episode yeah that was one of my ideas mm-hmm. come up everyone that was probably my first idea yeah. to, to do that when and i met his wife in charlotte you know and told her we were going to do it and they checked it out they thought it was a pretty good you know episode we studied hard on that one mm-hmm. i thought it come out well too yeah, but all of our episodes, you know, we we've done a lot of local cases too. Yeah, you know, ones that are around from some from North Carolina, um, some from you know like Tennessee. We we covered the disappearance of Dennis Martin, mm-hmm. little boy went missing in Tennessee. Yep. And we've been to West Virginia, and we've covered the missing solder children. Man, I listened to that one the other day, and that breaks my heart. It does keep, that that is one great episode. It's one of my favorites. I think just. It just blows my mind how how hard he tried to save save that house and those kids, you know, and yeah. everything just kept going wrong for him. And uh, I just it had to be some kind of setup or something. Cause, I know, man. Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, a man go out there and try to get the water for this house, and the water's froze over and removed both of his trucks that had ran the previous day, and neither one would start up, and his ladders were missing, and anything he was doing trying to get back in the house and save his kids, and it's just it's just. Uh, amazing really yeah and how it took the fire department six hours to go two miles to 
Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, you know, we, we talked about that, and it was it was Christmas, so I I kind of get that in a way, but still. Well, you know, when the chief can't drive the truck, so yeah, that is you a problem. Wait for somebody to come over. Yeah, that is a problem. Like I said, I was I kind of laughed because I made the comment. I said, well, I guess the chief had the only barn that the truck would fit in, so he got to be chief. <laughs> yeah. What about that case we did, um, Russell and Shirley Dermond down Dude. in Georgia? I can't get past the the sheriff down there, man. Yeah. He's a he's a Tommy Lee Jones style of justice man. He yeah. just uh, that that case is that was one of I, I keep saying it. I guess I'll say it all night. That was one of my favorite ones too. But that one was pretty. I was gonna say gross, but it's pretty. That one was kind of graphic, really, wasn't it? It was like yeah, you know, I don't, yeah. That sheriff, I wish he could have solved it too, because he damn sure had. He was the one to put a foot in somebody's ass over that. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if you if you guys hadn't checked that one out, you definitely need to. Yeah. That was, uh, what, 22, I think? Or is that right? Yeah, that was uh, 22. Yeah, Russell and uh, yeah. Shirley Dermond. Yeah, where he was decapitated and she was missing. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. And we done another local case here right, right up the road from us, uh, murder of Zara Baker. Yeah, that was in Hickory, right? Yeah, just yeah. right up the road. Nancy Grace came to Hickory, North Carolina. Mm-hmm. That's, what, 40, 40 minutes up the road, maybe? Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. You can tell we're from the south. We we measure anywhere in minutes, not miles. Yeah. How long it takes <laughs> to get there. That's right. But yeah, it was a pretty tragic case. And what gets me the her stepmom could get out of prison one day. Yeah. That just blows my mind. Well yeah, she's she's I'll use that word mom. She's not a stepmom. She's not no. she's nothing. Yeah, that that poor girl they brought her over here from Australia and she didn't do nothing but catch hell from when her life was pretty sad. Yep. Yep. And uh, we did uh, the murder in Boone, North Carolina, and that was the yep. murder of the Durham family, 50-year-old yep. case. And it was just solved the other week. Yeah. Yeah. Ain't that crazy? That was a killer, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry. It was uh, the Dixie Mafia. So they say. Mm-hmm. Yep. Said so it was a hit, I guess. Yeah. So I wonder who paid for the hit. I don't know. That part that never came out, is it? No, huh? But so it was. Um, how did the case break? Do you remember? Well, what it was, it was. Um, there was a guy named Billy Wayne Davis. He's actually eighty-one years old today. Him and three others, they you know they were responsible. It was um, the murder of uh, Bryce Durham, his wife Virginia, and her son Bobby. It was in nineteen seventy-two. Yeah, it was pretty bad too. Violent. Yeah, they. Uh, had their, their hands were tied behind her back and their head stuffed down in the tub of water. Yeah. Bathtub of water. But what what's crazy is uh, one of the sons of uh, one of the men who did this was the one that solved the crime. So what his dad told him? Yeah. Maybe? Or? He told him about a hit they did in um, Asheville, North Carolina. I mean, not Asheville, Boone, North Carolina during a... Uh, Snowstorm? Yeah. Mm. He said it was... Um, um, Davis and it was three other men. It was a uh, Billy Sunday Burt, Bobby Jean Gaddis, and Charles David Reed. Man, and they were ones responsible for the murder. I need to go back and listen to that, see what our theories were. Yeah, because we knew it was more than one person. Because there's no way. Well, it, you know, they tried to blame it on uh, Troy Hall, the son-in-law. Yeah, because yeah. uh, he left his wife Jenny there in the car while he went up there and checked on them. Right, because they couldn't get an answer at the phone, and. Uh, Maybe he paid for it. I don't know. He's. I'm just kidding. He's yeah. a lawyer, right? <laughs> yeah. He's. He lives in Georgia now. Yeah. But yeah, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that 50 uh, year old case was solved. Just 
last week or so. Right. Yeah. And we did another one from um, Asheville, North Carolina, Disappearance of Zeb Quinn. Yep. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. That one was crazy, too. Yeah, there's a guy in jail right now that's uh, waiting trial for his murder. Uh, they've never found Zeb's body or anything, but um, there is a, a trial waiting for that. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, there. and maybe something will come out of that. Yeah, and we did uh, Randall Woodfield. Oh, yeah, the I-5 killer? Yeah, I yeah. think that was our first, my first serial killer. Wasn't yeah. It? Yeah. And we had a lot of comments on that. We we a lot Dude, of people. We, yeah, we, I'm sorry, I mean cut you off, but no, yeah, cool. we've got messages from people who actually interacted with him and could have been could have been a victim. And yeah, was, that was some. We got a lot of scary messages, stuff. And that was like what? It was a uh, let me see, episode 18. So that would have been my third one. You know, and, and when we first started, we was doing this stuff, and you talking a lot going about. You don't really think. I mean, you know it's really stuff that happened, but you don't really think a lot about it. You're just storytelling. Mm-hmm. But then when you get a message from somebody going, you know, I was with that guy in a bar one time, and I went here, and he tried to come in and then went home, and he tried to break in my window and all this stuff. It's like, it's pretty damn shocking. Yeah. And we it's, get a lot of those messages, and you go, whoa. It mean, gets real right then. Yeah, because then you go, holy shit. I mean, you know, because it's, it's really crazy. A lot, of, a lot of stuff we say, it touches a lot of people, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. And they, I mean, they listen to us, and and we have been corrected on stuff. Yes, you know, we, have. we get information wrong, and we and we appreciate that. Yeah, we do. Yeah, I love that. You know, yeah, we try we definitely to, want to get it right. We try to be thorough, and we try to get the details, but you know, nobody's perfect. So you know, if we if you hear if there's something that we misreport, yeah, keep it to yourself. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, no, tell us, <laughs> please tell us. Yeah, definitely. Yep, and we've done uh, a few other serial killers. Vaughn Greenwood, he was a Skid Row slasher. Yeah. Yeah. Robert Hansen. Oh, yeah. Man, that was wild. The Butcher Baker, yeah. he. Mm. Yeah. It's crazy. It's a pretty good movie about that. It's decent. Yeah. I guess an, another serial killer we covered was, um, that really bothered me was Israel Keys. Yeah. That yeah. was one that you talked about a lot before we did it. He had no M.O. at all. I no, mean, he, he didn't care. Very kill kits across the United States. And just go to a town and show up where he'd had a kit and dig find, it up and wait. Yeah, and find somebody he, he wanted to murder. Yeah, yeah, and kill him and then leave town. Yep. Yeah, there's no telling how many kill buckets he had buried yeah. around the United States. That's crazy. Yeah. And um, one after we done with uh, Israel Keys, we covered the murder of Faith Hedgepath, mm-hmm. and we are pleased to say that this one was solved, Dale. Yep. And it's just you know a couple hours down the road as well. Yeah. Is um. So man charged, he was uh, first-degree murder of the 2012 death of Faith Hedgepath. His name was, what was his name? I can't even pronounce it. Uh, Miguel Enrique Salguero Oliveras. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. yeah, he was 28 of Durham, and he was taken into police custody. Um, it was uh, nine years after Faith Hedgepath was murdered. Yeah, I'm glad they got him. That was, that was sad. Yeah. She didn't deserve it. She was such a smart girl. Oh, yeah. Beautiful young girl. And I did reach out to her sister, and she was willing to do an interview with the podcast yeah. with us, but uh, somehow it just didn't never pan line, out. They never line up. Never did line up. But uh, mm-hmm. so maybe one day we can get a, you know, after all this said and done. I, right. And I get that. You know, people are busy and stuff. So, yeah, you know, speaking of uh, people hitting us up and giving us some uh, correct details you know uh, a moderator from our fan page uh, Rich he hit us up about the Jacob Wetterling you know 
oh, he, yeah. he had some insights on that because he lives up there. And uh, that was pretty cool. That just the way he was up. Sorry, it was but I let you know. Like, nah, dude, you need to let us know right off the bat. And and we we appreciate Rich. He's he's done a lot for us. And and uh, so he is one of the moderators on our fan page. But mm-hmm. man, shout out to you, brother. Appreciate you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we covered um, Lindsay Buziak. She was a, a real estate agent. Man, that was murdered. Yeah, that that case still bothers me yeah what the hell happened to her i don't know it had to be somebody with her her boyfriend and family and stuff and how did they get away that quick yeah that was that's pretty mind-blowing yeah if you hadn't listened to an episode you need to check out the murder of or who murdered Lindsay buziak yeah yeah her daddy is still active trying to find out dude <laughs> seriously yeah i mean he's pretty much going door to door yeah he don't care he didn't tell the cops he don't care we, we're going to find out who done it. it's my little girl yeah and there's another north carolina case we covered the the Belo murders dude the grocery store that was awful yeah that was out in the eastern part of north carolina but still mm-hmm. <coughs> very very scary situation for him yeah and the sundrop murders was pretty local yeah that was yeah. down there in concord north carolina as was uh the taco bell guy yeah that was um uh, Henry Wallace. Lewis Wallace, Wallace yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and that's one I hadn't even know about, and that was in Charlotte, and heck, that's just down the road. Hey, there's, there's another one, uh, serial killer, um, Velma Barfield, yeah, North Carolina, and uh, one thing uh, good come out of it doing that, we uh, become good friends with Jonathan Bird. That's her step grandson. Mm-hmm. He's a musician, singer, songwriter from North Carolina. Yeah. He has a has a club down there in uh, was it Carborough? I think it's now around Carver yeah, North Carolina. Yeah, yeah. So Jonathan Bird, check him out. He's uh he's on here. Yeah, but he wrote a song, uh, Velma. Yeah, about her. Yep, it's pretty cool. Yeah, he let us use it in the episode. So. Sure did. Yeah, yeah. Very good. Yeah, and we uh, let's see who else. Uh, right down the road, South Carolina, we covered uh, Pee Wee Gaskins mm-hmm. and the Gaffney Strangler. Yeah. So man, we we did a lot. Now we're looking back. There's a whole lot of local cases. Kind of scary, actually. Yeah, it is. <laughs> And there's some there's some more local cases that we'd like to cover. Yeah, definitely. And I want to give a shout out to uh, Ben Richardson. Yeah, shout out Ben. Yeah, he has uh, become a good friend of us. He uh, he goes way back to the beginning. Pretty yeah, much, yeah, yeah. He uh, let me tell you a little bit of story about Ben. He was in one of our episodes with um, talking about Rudolph Rudolph Tyner and Pee Wee Gaskins. And we done we interviewed Ben, but you know he was from that area and he knew. He knew Pee Wee and all that. Yeah, firsthand, right? Yeah. yeah. And he had um, emailed me. Now, I didn't know him at the time, and he, I think the email pretty much said, call me, give me his number. <laughs> like, I ain't calling this nut. <laughs> but um, um, ended up, somehow or another, we ended up in a phone conversation, and I'm telling you, man, he's a super great guy, super yeah. nice guy. What a character, man. Oh, yeah. So yeah, he's uh, he li- he's living in Puerto Rico. Yeah, since, from South Carolina, but currently living in Puerto Rico. He down there. He has a home in Puerto Rico. I, he's been down there since COVID hit. So I don't think he was able to leave for a while. Right. But, Probably but, didn't uh, want to come off the top of his mountain. Yeah, but uh, he sent us some cigars and some coffee he had grown. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's got a, like a coffee bean farm, whatever you call that, and, and uh, tobacco and makes his own cigars and coffee oh yeah pretty cool stuff oh yeah so shout out ben we yeah. appreciate you we love you man yes sir Thanks absolutely so yep he invited us to come hang out with him he did didn't he yeah he yeah great mm-hmm oh it was an, another north carolina case we covered uh, uh debbie wolf yes 
the trash barrel. Yeah. They did. There, there was none. Yeah, that was what they found in the bottom of the lake. A the barrel big, that didn't exist. Yeah. Yeah. That was crazy. It was. Yeah. Oh, that still blows my mind, too. I was thinking about that today when I was looking through some of the graphics, and that the one with the barrel popped up. Like, man, that was a wild story. Mm-hmm. That was uh, number 45. Yeah. Yeah. About halfway. Yeah. And um, so we covered Sean Great. He was a serial killer. Mm-hmm. And um, also we covered uh, Sherry Papini. Uh, that night we did that episode, uh, a good friend of ours, Tim Willis, came over and hung out with us that night. Hey, taxi. Hey, taxi. <laughs> Pad four, please. Yeah. So I know you'll hear that, Tim, so you know what that means. Yeah. Shout yeah. out, Tim. Yeah. Yeah, Stoke85. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> Inside jokes. Yeah, they, yeah, they are. Man. And uh, let's see, who else did we cover? We did a three-parter on Richard Ramirez. Man. And, uh, you know, uh, just to break it down since you go a little behind-the-scenes thing, we did, you know, a couple two-parters, a couple three-parters. And then it kind of got to seeming like when we look at our numbers, not that that's a big deal to us, but it's kind of like somebody would listen to the first one and then maybe the second one and not much of the third one. So it's like that's why we don't do a lot of two-parters uh, long, or three-parters. Big long ones, yeah, because we felt like you guys kind of lost. Well, I don't want to say that. Because I did just – shit, what do we say? Should I even know brought that shit up? We just feel like you guys like missed part of the story or something. Yeah. You know, maybe if you just didn't have time to go back to it or something. Just to, um, but then again, I got corrected the other day when we got a message on that <laughs> on that uh, post I posted that there's a lot of people that like the two and three parters. Yeah. So you know, maybe we'll come back with some here and there. But you know, we try to stick with like. the, try to stick with the one parters and and try to give you the best information we can. And we 40, try to yeah we try to run, minutes. yeah forty five to an hour is, is our goal. You know, if they run a little long, that's cool. But, you know, like like I told Donnie, a lot of times, you know, we listen to podcasts like we say all the time. And then a lot of times I don't like the ones that are that are two-parters myself because I don't want to wait till next week to hear the rest of it. But that's just me. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I, do, I do listen to some serial podcasts that, you know, that do multiple episodes, especially if it's, you know, in-depth and it's good research. I will listen to them. Yeah. Well, I can say I won't listen to them, but, you know. Mm-hmm. I might wait till the next week and listen to both of them at the same time. Yeah, yeah. but it, yeah, we just we try to stick with the one parters and just leave it at that. Now, if it, the reason we do two parters and stuff is like if we're if we're really into a case and we're doing it and we look down, we've been talking for an hour. We go, look, let's just stop here and and then we'll start back. Yeah, because you know basically we just don't want to make you guys sit there for two hours to finish up a story. I know. Yeah, that's, that's, that's kind of rough. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I would think forty-five to an hour is a good time limit. Yeah, what do you guys think? Listen, up. yeah, and uh, hey, we uh, we covered uh, disappearance of uh, Brandon Lawson. Yeah, yeah, and that's just uh, some stuff came out on that. That's in the news. Yeah, in the news now, and it was uh, almost ten years since he disappeared. Uh, the remains of twenty-six-year-old uh, Brandon Lawson. They may have been found, Dale. Yep, I hope so. Because he went missing on August 8, 2013. I mean, I hate they didn't find him alive, but at least they'll get some closure, you know, yeah. if that was him. Yeah. And it's pretty close to where they were looking. I don't know how they missed him. I think what happened was at the time the land. Land owners? Yeah. Yeah. They wouldn't um, let them search the land or anything like that. I don't know the whole details on it. But it, like this just come out. So, you know, maybe we get some more information pretty soon. Right. But uh, they have found some remains, and they are 
believe to be Brandon Lawson. So mm. that's just been within the last couple of weeks. Yeah. So maybe we'll find some more information on that yeah, pretty I soon. I hope so. Yeah. Hey, we covered in another local case right down the road, uh, Todd Colehep. Yes. Yeah, we covered him, the realtor killer. That was uh, pretty wild. Yeah. <laughs> when we got into that, I was like, whoa. Yeah, that's just right across the state line down in Chesney, South Carolina. Mm-hmm. So, and we uh, interviewed uh, Melissa Ponder Brockman. Yep. She was the... Several different ways. Yeah. And that? after that, you know, he, he actually even showed he shot the gun where he tried to, didn't he? That was my you. phone, my bad, bro. That's all right. Yeah, we covared uh, us. Scared the hell out of me. Scared to me too. But yeah, we uh we talked to uh, Melissa Ponder Brockman. We interviewed her. She is the widow of Scott Ponder, who owned the um, Superbikes. Yeah, Diane Chesney. Yeah, they went in uh, killed Ooh. all four people working there. Yeah, and don't know if you remember uh, Todd <clears throat> was the one who had the girl locked up in the storage container. Kayla Bailey. Yeah, when they found him, and then once they got him there that's when they realized he was the one who killed everybody at the superbike because he had told her what he'd done yeah yeah so luckily he didn't kill her he still might be out there that's true yeah but a shout out to melissa for that coming on board she was a she's a blessing yeah super super nice lady and we keeping her in our thoughts and prayers too because um she had remarried and just recently had lost her husband in a freak accident yeah yeah so we we keep it in our thoughts and prayers yeah. because she's going through a lot yeah we love you lady yep uh, we covered um how about bruce pardo oh yeah santa, santa slayer yeah yeah <laughs> let me go let me make a, a flamethrower and go to a christmas party yeah <laughs> that was wild yeah and uh jennifer kessie disappearance of jennifer kessie down in florida that's a pretty big case her family is pretty involved in that and trying to find out what happened to her that the video surveillance is probably whoever's in that video is behind that gate yeah yeah luckiest person alive yeah it's crazy because the it's like steel images and when that, the camera snaps a photograph their face is hidden behind a pole in the fence yeah it's like blink 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 <laughs> yeah perfect timing yeah crazy mm-hmm and we covered uh scott wilson williams he's a yeah. north carolina serial killer that was um that was a tough episode episode for me because it wasn't a lot of information on him. Right, and we had to dig deep and hard to to get what we got on him. I feel I don't feel like we did that episode justice. No, but, um, wasn't a lot to it. Mm-mm. But yeah, you know, we did cover because he is a North Carolina serial killer. But um, he worked for the state, right? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, and uh, another one that I really liked doing was um, Patrice Andres. Mm-hmm. Yeah was murdered in her beauty shop that was crazy yeah it was on the reboot of unsolved mysteries mm-hmm. that's yeah. what 13 minutes yeah yeah and her son uh, pistol black yeah still don't have her remains her, her yeah. ashes her his stepdad i guess it's his stepdad He's keeping him in the closet yeah that's weird says he uh sleeps with the ashes and stuff nah. yeah he's he's, he's he's just being a dick yeah, I'm sorry about that. Yeah, <laughs> edit that out if you want. No, I mean that's uh, he is. He's he's a he's a total dirtbag. No yeah, doubt about it. Definitely. Oh, and uh, uh, Gary Michael Hilton. Yeah, I was just fixing to say that, that was a that was a good episode, man. That was, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we covered. Uh, he was serial killer. The National Forest serial killer. Yeah, yeah. Brenda Spencer. I don't like Mondays. Oh man, first school shooter. Yeah, or female. Up. Yeah, yeah. Great. A little young girl. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Still in prison. 
She's been up for parole a few times, but um, I don't believe she's getting her ticket. No, I don't think she's gonna get out. No. Oh, and another one we done was um, that Tristan Buddy Myers. Yep. This Bisson from North Carolina, mm-hmm. little boy. Yep. That one's strange. Yeah. It's almost like somebody just picked him up and run off with him. Maybe did. Yeah. What about Richard Chase? Yeah, Richard Allen Chase. Mm. Yeah, he was just. He mm. was sick. He was sick, and he knew it. Yeah. That was the sad part about that one. Yeah. You know, he he went several times trying to get help, and they just kicked him out because they thought he was. I guess they kicked him out because they thought he was crazy instead of talking to him because yeah. he, he knew he was crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy stuff. He was the vampire of Sacramento. So if you hadn't, that, it's a pretty gory episode. Yeah, we're just going through some of our episodes, some memories that we've had over the last hundred episodes. Yeah, we're probably boring the shit out of y'all, but this is cool for this us. Is, yeah, this, <laughs> is, this is good to do this tonight on the hundredth episode, anniversary episode. So mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, we're just talking about some of these. and What about James Rupert? Oh, he yeah. Sure he just come downstairs and killed everybody. Yeah. Yeah crazy well we will talk about uh the justin Huey family too yes interview with uh, justin's family we did man that breaks my heart I, I was hope so hoping that we could help them maybe break that case or at least get the word out and which we did they they had a couple another didn't the vanishing do pick them up after yeah. we did them or whatever but yeah and uh, that was all set up by kim pool who uh who actually texted me and asked me if we did cases like that and i was like sure but i had no idea really what we were getting into you know and but i said yeah and she gave me more information and i came to you with it and then mm-hmm. we decided that we would just do a, a whole phone interview and and man it was really good yeah family's just just heartbroken they don't they don't know what happened to our son no and it's it's just uh seems like nobody will help them that's that's the bad part you know it's yeah. just like nobody you know they they beg for the help and to talk to the police or to this and it just seems like that nobody cares enough to even try to look even you know what i mean Mm-hmm. so i don't know i was i was really hoping that some information would come out about that and i even uh went on twitter which i don't ever use i wish we did i guess we need to use that a little more and, and try to uh get a hold of some some of those shows like it's on the id channel that try to solve that thing and see if i could get them to pick up interest in and never got any replies or nothing but yeah. i tried i hope i hope they're doing well but i wish we could get them some answers yeah 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 yeah, yeah. And we don't know what happened to uh, Selena Mays. Nope. 12-year-old girl who was pregnant, disappeared. Yeah. I don't know. She was just uh, weeks before giving birth. Yeah, might have been the inside job here. Yeah. What about the, the high-fives? That was pretty damn wild. High-five murders? Yeah. Yeah. yeah had them people in the vicious. basement make drink uh, Drano. Drano. Vicious. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was what seventy one? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, it was seventy one. Okay. Episode seventy one. And uh, there's the there's one I was thinking about right there, the Colonial Parkway. That's a, another fairly local. Yeah, that's right, in Virginia. Yeah, fairly local. Yeah, I'll pretty people, interesting case. Yeah, somebody out on the Parkway. You hiked there before, right? I've been up there. Yeah. 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 Donnie is a hiker. Yeah, I've been up there. Mm-hmm. So, but I've been up there before. I knew about the Colonial Parkway. Right. So I'd like to go back. Yeah. And know what, yeah, I, know what, what I know now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Don Spirit. Oh yeah. Crazy. Family killed his family. In the self. And then called Call the cops and waited for them to get there and shot himself. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Spoiler Jeez. alert. <laughs> yeah. And we did uh, Kyron Horman. Yeah. Little boy disappeared. Little boy. Still, Little don't, still don't know what happened to him. That was a two-parter. Yeah, it was a two-parter. 
There was a lot of information with Kyron Horman, though, yeah. and it needed to be done in two parts. Yeah, so we might do some more of them. Yeah. We won't rule it out. And another one that really bothered me was the murder of Skylar Niece. Yeah. A little girl by murdered by her friends. Yeah, that was awful. Yeah. Pitiful. Took her out and murdered her. Yeah. For nothing. Yeah. Yeah, that 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 kind of I don't know. I guess they're all bad if you look at them that way. But mm-hmm. that was that one's a uh, little young young people doing stupid stuff. Yeah, basically. And we did uh, the death of Kendrick Johnson. Now one bugs me too, man. Yeah, I, I meant to look that up, but there's some um, tell you about that. But there was some uh, stuff recently in the news on it. I think I told you hmm. that um, there was not enough information to bring anybody to trial on that. Right. It was just like in the last few weeks. Or the judge dismissed the case or something. Yeah. I so they're not going to pursue that anymore. But it is kind of weird, them being stuffed in that, that mat. Or, yeah, I, I still – that's when I still think maybe it, he was just going after that shoe and got in too deep, but I don't know. Yeah. I wish I didn't know. Yeah. Hey, what about the uh, Loomis Fargo heist? Heck, yeah. Yeah. That's our boy. Dave yeah. Scott Gant. Yeah. Shout out, brother. Yep. Yeah, just down the road here. <laughs> I'll tell you right now, I reached out to David Scott Gant. He was the uh, vault superintendent there at Loomis Fargo in Charlotte. Yep. And got messed up and with the wrong crowd and robbed that vault. He pulled him into fantasy land and he said, hell yeah, and helped him out. <laughs> Making eight bucks an hour. Yeah. Guarding millions and millions of dollars. And yeah, and I reached out to him and, man, he jumped on board and gave us an interview and super, super nice guy. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah great guy he still he still keeps in touch with the you know he'll be on there and look at the page and like a few things here and there so they're pretty cool yeah shout out to you david man we appreciate you yes sir give us a call when you get back to north carolina sometime yeah, we'll, we'll take you out we'll go get us a beer <laughs> yeah and another one that bothered me dale was the uh, oklahoma girl scout murders dude yeah yeah them three little girls horned rim glasses yeah that <laughs> guy yeah yeah that was that was uh, pretty sad there. That was uh, especially, I'm sure that one bugs you, especially all the camping and scouts that you do. Oh, yeah. I'm out there in the woods and tents. and. Well, if you see lights flickering and stuff in the woods and, and uh, you're moaning in the woods. Yeah, I was trying to think, what was it? Uh, uh, so what kind of moaning was it? Low guttural sound. Guttural, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it, uh, A guttural sound. Yeah. yeah, you better lock up the back of your damn your tent. Yeah, zip the back door on that tent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we had the Bishop family murders. Yeah, that was pretty wild. Yeah, that was a uh, back in the seventies. It was uh, William Bradford Bishop mm-hmm. murdered his family and, and hit the road. Took it with him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And put him in the back of the station wagon. Yeah, brought him to North Carolina and set him on fire. Yeah. Yep, and then we had Kathy on. Kathy Gilchrist. That was that was so crazy, man. Yeah, it, was, it was all that time, and it just kind of lined up perfect for us, didn't it? It was like we did that episode, and then it was the next week it came out. The FBI identified her as uh, William Bradford Bishop's daughter. Yeah, from and the previous. Uh, I think he had had a college fling yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah. But uh, DNA had come out and she was definitely his daughter. Yeah, and uh, I reached out to her, and... She lives in North Carolina, believe it or not. <laughs> believe it or not. And uh, reached out to her super, super nice lady. Sweet. So yes. Sweet. And uh, she graciously gave us an interview and mm-hmm. talked about what she knew. And she's learning more about her her dad. And they don't know whatever happened to uh, Bradford Bishop. No. He just disappeared. Poof. Yeah. He was good. 
yeah so, so it's getting away anyway so maybe kathy will get some later you know information later on and maybe she'll talk to us some more about what yeah. she's found out about that'd, her that'd be cool her dad that's crazy that was a that was a really weird thing because it was like the next week bam it was like holy <laughs> look at this yeah it's just wild how the timing fell right in there yeah and uh let's see carla faye tucker crazy yeah <laughs> pickaxe murder the pickaxe murder yeah. yeah said she changed her life around and become religious and yeah i hope she did i hope she got her life straightened out yeah there's a whole lot of them that says that yeah. i guess when you're sitting in a box with bars all around you, you ain't got a whole lot to do yeah so i don't know if she did she she did bless yeah. her and um the death of ray rivera that was pretty wild yeah. still hadn't figured that one out no that was on a uh, the reboot of unsolved mysteries yeah yeah i need to check that one out if you hadn't watched that episode of unsolved mysteries it's mm. on netflix the reboot so it's pretty good yeah that we went through that damn hole yeah mm. and we did um uh the disappearance of alicia navarro mm-hmm. yeah little girl women and i reached out to her mother jessica nunez and she was she, she was going to do it yeah she was she actually going to give us a, an interview but man she is just all the time looking for her daughter and i'm kudos to her for non-stop right and raising other kids too and man she's just a, a superhero of trying to get information about her daughter missing yeah. long story short she just didn't have time no she just didn't have time but i get it i really get it yeah at least she knew she messaged back so it was cool yeah oh yeah I'm, we've talked some and um hopefully she can find some answers one day and find mm-hmm. out what happened to her daughter but man I, we've done yeah we're getting up well this is our 100th episode but you know we're we've been talking you know talking about different episodes we've done and we've done nanny dolls the giggling granny yeah crazy yeah it's kind of like a beer yeah kind of like the same along the same lines i guess mm-hmm. poison and go ahead yeah susan walsh disappears of susan walsh yep pretty yep. wild yeah don't know what happened to her well if we knew everything happened to everybody wouldn't have nothing to do with this is exactly right but yeah we don't we don't want things to happen to people but you know no then we we did uh well you did tent girl with Todd, with Todd Matthews. Todd Matthews, great guy, super, super nice guy. That was a killer episode. That's when I was down and out. Down and out with the, the COVID. Yeah. I reached out to Todd, and, uh, man, he jumped all over that and was glad to give an interview. And, and it was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Super, super nice guy. I say super, super a lot. Super, super, man. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, hopefully we can do some more stuff with Todd in the future. Yeah. He's um. He's got a lot going on. He's doing, supposed to be in the area sometime with yeah. making a movie or something. Yeah, yeah. he's um, got some things going on with the podcast he's creating, so who knows? Yeah, cool dude. Yep. And we covered the uh, DeFeo family murders. Yeah, yeah, that came from, well, I was at home and y'all were doing this uh, interview. I was watching lots of TV, and then Amityville Horror, the original one, was on, and I watched it. And then a couple of days later, part two was on, and I watched it, and I was like, Man, is there anything in this? And so I started looking into it, and then realized that the 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 Feo murders was actually more like part two of the movie, sort of, sort of, kind of. They get a little wild there at the end, but and, and that was a uh, loosely based on them. Yeah, yeah, and the original Amityville movie was based on the people who moved in after all that happened, and yeah. supporting all the stuff that supposedly happened to them. But yeah, true story about the guy who killed his whole family there with the, with the rifle and. and pretty wild uh pretty wild episode yeah a lot of stuff i didn't know oh yeah yeah 
I enjoy learning stuff like that. But I mean, I was into the Amityville horror back in the seventies when the book came out, and you know, and I knew about it. But learning a little bit more about it is pretty fascinating. Yeah. We did um, just recently Chester Dwayne Turner. Yeah. Serial killer. That came from me watching TV too. I'd seen a, <laughs> something with his uh, his girlfriend uh, on the ID channel watching it, and I was like, uh, and I watched the whole thing, and then at the end it told why it happened because you know she didn't she didn't even know the whole time she was with him. I can't remember her freaking name. Not good for me. Which anyway, one? Oh, yeah. Chester's girlfriend. Yeah, I can't remember her name right off the uh, top of my head. Felicia. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, she didn't know, you know, she was, the whole the whole uh, show was from her point of view. You know, it was telling her, and he would go and come back, and the stuff was happening to him. And then at the end, he had uh, moved on, and she had moved on. And then one day, her dad or her mom had called her and said, You see the paper? And found out then that he was a serial killer. So I was like, Whoa. So then I looked him up and started reading that, and that's when I said, We got to put this on the list. Yep, and yeah. just recently we covered the the bloody benders. Yeah, that was a crazy. crazy that was episode. crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I found that I was just scrolling through YouTube one day and uh, it came across a, a channel. A guy I don't even know his name, but the name of his channel is Faces of the Forgotten, and he was covering the bloody benders. Mm. And um, I was like, man, that is an interesting story. I'd love to yeah that's research like, that a little bit more and do that it's kind of like the chainsaw massacre family you kind know of, yeah. without the chainsaw of course it was in the 1800s but i mean smash you in the head with a hammer cut your throat and stitch you through that <laughs> trap door in the floor is pretty damn creepy yeah i mean that's that's original killers right there you, they, they thought that through yeah <laughs> and then our latest episode we did a an interview with uh murder on my street podcast jenny yeah. big shout out to jenny for being on the show her co-host Dee had failed yeah, she was supposed to join us too. She had fell down some steps. Yeah, got hurt a little bit. Yeah, I think. I think she hurt her ankle or something. But anyway, yeah. she she was resting and on some pain meds, so she decided to to kick back. But like like me, when you was doing Todd Matthews, she insisted that Jeannie go ahead and do it. Yeah. And uh, man, that was a great episode. And uh, people around here really enjoyed it. They enjoyed uh, her perspective being across the country while we're we're here. You know, and it's we hear about it all the time and see it all the time. It's not that. It's not a big deal, but it's definitely it was cool to hear her perspective on it being yeah. that far away. Well, Dale, all the episodes we've done, what has been the one that stuck out to you the most or the the favorite one you did? That, that I thought I could name them until we started going through them, and I'm like, ooh, I like that one. I like that one, bro. Probably the, the Solder Children really stands out to me. Yeah. But it was one of the early ones we did, but that one was one that was like, I guess just because the kids, you know, and they never found out what happened. Yeah, they don't know. If they, they made it. In a, they don't think they burned up because they never found evidence that they did. Well, they found a daggum box with a hog livers or or cow livers or something in it, buried in a the, the garden out there. Yeah, so, yeah. So it's crazy. Um, uh, Woodfield stands out, of course. Brody and Dino Bravo. Yeah, you know. Yeah, we didn't mention Dino Bravo, but yeah, you know, because this just goes, you know, because I'm a wrestling fanatic, and you know, those are two that. I kind of pulled on, but you know, and Russell and Shirley, that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's lots of them that I'm I'm a big fan of, or that are my favorites, I guess. Yeah. What do you, what what's something you you enjoy? I don't know. I guess the Todd Colehep because I remember when that was going down with yeah. uh, Kayla Bailey had her locked in that storage unit. Yeah, that was crazy. Yeah, I remember watching that all that unfold on the news. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that one really stands out as one of my favorites because i was invested in it from the get-go right yeah and uh 
well to them dating game guy was pretty wild we didn't say nothing about him yeah, we didn't say nothing about rodney alcala and, you know and he was pretty damn creepy too but i don't know him and ramirez you know a lot of a lot of the big name ones that are, are cool but I, I i enjoy getting just digging into stuff especially local stuff that i didn't know anything about mm-hmm. and then start re- you know research them out like the, the uh, below murders you know yeah. i've never heard of that now well in sundrop murders too yeah yeah it's crazy yeah, I think Sundrop Murder stands out pretty good because I mean that's that's just right down the road there in Concord. Mm, yeah. So, yeah, and um, do want to give a big shout out to uh, Chris Knipe that gave us the interview. Yeah, that now that you mentioned it, that that was pretty damn good, and that was that's really one of my favorite ones too. Even though he was really nervous about coming on and do it, he really wanted to do it, but he was like me on episode fifteen. He just didn't know, and man, he just come through and it was just like a champ and killed it. Yeah, you know? and he's done other podcasts since us. Yeah, yeah, and we we wish we could find his dad. I mean, I just somebody local here knows something. Just mm-hmm. nobody's talking. Yeah, so we hope uh, Sandy Todd Knipe can be found and yeah. some answers. Yeah, given to the Knipe family because you know I think somebody ripped him off and done something. Yeah, but yeah, we've tried to cover some of these episodes we've covered and talk about a little bit. So, you got anything else you want to talk about? Well, oh shit, let me see. How long have we been going? Fifty-three minutes. That's good. Uh, let's just start thanking some people blah, blah, yeah. blah, and that kind of shit. And okay. then, then I'll run down this list of people that on guests just so we don't miss nobody. Yeah. But that, yeah, like, kind of shit. like we said at the beginning, we want to thank everybody that listens and, and comes on and, and supports our podcast and downloads us. And, and we can't thank you enough, guys. Right. We can't thank everybody because we don't know everybody's name, but we are thanking everybody. <laughs> yes. But if you've ever listened, if you've ever told anybody about us, if you've ever five star us, if you ever commented or sent us a message or bought a shirt or anything in either great or small we, we appreciate you just the same really if if you just tell somebody about us and click that five star that's all you need to do yeah, if you go listen to these idiots this is pretty good yeah i'm <laughs> old country boys from north carolina yeah a couple of hicks here this is pretty funny yeah yeah I mean, you know and i got a list of guests i wanted to go through you know some people we've had on our show like uh kevin katie man uh, he come in and knocked it out of the park he had been in his son's hockey game right and, yeah and uh was calling him on his way home and because he promised he would and he just we called and, and uh, did that phone call while Talking driving about, home. Uh, Kathy Marie Moulton yeah. disappeared. Yeah, and we thought we was going to get a big update on that, and he thought he had some breaking news, but then nothing ever came out of it. I do get emails from him from time to time and um, asking if we've got anything, and, you know, there's, it's been so long. And I think the last thing he, he told me was that there was searching a uh, housing development that was being constructed, and they had to – the workers out there looking, you know, while they were constructing, looking for right. any remains. I think what where they thought maybe it was in that basement or something. Yeah. They were going to grade that or something. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and we got, uh, of course, Chris Knipe and Melissa Brockman we mentioned, and Jeannie from our Murder on My Street. Check out their podcast, too. They're pretty cool, pretty cool. Uh, Todd Matthews, of course, Kathy, Dave Scott Gant, uh, Justin Huyman family, and, of course, Ben Richards. So I don't think we left anybody out uh-huh. that's actually come on the show for us. And, uh, we saved our shout outs and stuff like that for you know next week and stuff but we just wanted to shout out to all you guys man yeah it's it's really really it's really cool yeah <laughs> to, 
it's overwhelming. It, it is. It's, it's it's hard to say anything because it's like well, it's, it's and it's kind of funny because we're here and, and I wear a shirt probably ninety percent of the time one of our shirts and people <laughs> ask me about it and I'm like yeah that's pretty good you know blah 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 and then when they find out it, it's mine they're like oh and I'm like no really <laughs> we're we're serious we I was like we got a lot of fans I'm like yeah okay <laughs> but they don't it's, it's kind of so funny. we do a podcast. No, you don't. Yeah, yeah, we do. <laughs> so yeah, we've like Donnie said, we're we're we've been downloaded in every state and in forty countries around the world, and pretty good, pretty be decent following, you know, and I'm eighty thousand views on YouTube almost, you know, yeah. and they're like, really? <laughs> and then they kind of go, okay, wait a minute, <laughs> maybe this is something. So it's pretty cool, man, and you guys make us look good. Yeah, we we appreciate the fans most definitely. Yeah, that's our that's what we that's what we try to please and. It's you more know, like our family, you know, you guys, the Craig House family. I mean, and you turn on your whatever you device you listen to, and, it, and you invest your time in it. We want to give you a quality product. Right. You know, just like if you go to the store and buy a loaf of bread, you want a quality loaf of bread. Or you best in our podcast, we try to give you. Yeah, they were the best loaf of bread podcast. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> With a slice of bologna on it. Well, we just come on here and be real, man. It's like, you know, when we first started, I was like, I don't really know how to do this. And then I was kind of really nervous. And then finally we come in one day, it's like, let's just be, let's just go. And that's why we've we've kind of stuck with that. Just turn it on and, and go and be ourselves. And, and that's just what we do. Yeah. And, and I was like, well, it seems like everybody likes that. So we, we're, we never come on and try to be anybody we're not, mm-hmm. you know. And worried about, of course, you know, it's like, well, you know, I'm a hick and everybody's going to pick up on that. But. Oh well, it is what it is, you know. Yeah, that's so, right. You like it or you don't, then a lot of you guys do. Yep, and it still blows my mind. It's crazy. <laughs> all right, Dale. All right, brother. Again, I want to thank all the fans. That's what we do it for. That's right. All right, bud. That's our hundredth episode. Hope everybody liked this long intro. Yeah, that was really cool. We just, we just. That's what we decided. Well, you know, we were going to do it. It's like how we're going to do it. It's like, well, we're just going to sit down and turn it on and go. Oh, uh, one other person I want to mention is uh, Sandy Carlton. Yes. Big Sound Small Town Podcast. Yeah. Big man. Yeah. We, we, we appreciate you. And, and uh, I'd like to shout out to my wife, Kim, for letting us get over here and do this, and your wife for not yeah. not worried about nothing. Just, they give us the time to go do it and get it done and then yep. go back home, and then you're just nobody jones at home. Yeah. Yeah, we both got Kims. Yeah. We're going to get out here until we do our 101 episode. Yeah, once we'll be next week. Yep. And uh, can't wait for that one. Yep, we got some we got some good stuff coming down the pipe. So yeah, we do. All right, bud, we're gonna get out of here. Let's roll. We want everyone to be safe, be careful, and always be aware of your surroundings. Because the next episode could be about you. This is the Crack House Chronicles. Chronicles.